passed, bounced, or hit. We're talking about it. All Sports Talk is on News Radio WGNS. All Sports Talk is sponsored by Good Neighbor State Farm agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Ensel. Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home, helping families since 1880. First Bank, serving Murfreesboro, Smyrna, and all of Rutherford County. Parks Auction Company, committed to auction excellence. Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living. Greg Hall with Hall's Auto Care. And the Blue Raider Insider Report, sponsored by Mike Tanzel at My Team Insurance. Steve Ruckert with RAI Advisors. And Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance. We put the all in all sports talk. From the preps to MTSU, we've got you covered. It's all sports talk on Rutherford County's Place to Talk. Good afternoon. Welcome to All Sports Talk, a Wednesday edition. Our last show of the week. So, with that in mind, it is a football Wednesday. Usually it's a football Friday when we have this guest. But the coach is here, Preston O'Neill. Well, he's not here. He's out on a lake somewhere in Oklahoma crappie fishing, but uh, nevertheless, good enough to join us today. Preston, how are we? I'm doing really good, Monty. How are the fish biting? It'll be biting pretty good until I had to leave and come get on the phone with you. Yeah, well, But know. there's more to catch. Yeah. Uh, you know, they're not going anywhere. No, no, no. That, they're not going anywhere at all. So... How is how are things out in Oklahoma? Well, they've been really good compared to the weather that y'all are having, but uh, it's got cloudy and the wind's blowing, and it's going to be a little cooler tomorrow. Yeah, this is our last good day for a couple days. So, But I'll be back early next week and be rocking and rolling from there. Well, speaking of Oklahoma, pretty big football game in that state this week, the little bedlam. A little battling with the Cowboys, determine uh, who plays in the finals. If Oklahoma wins, they're in the finals. As I understand it, if OSU wins, then Baylor's in the finals. If they manage to uh, win this weekend. So, it's uh, as they play Texas Tech. But money across the nation, from Tennessee, Vanderbilt, Georgia, Georgia Tech, Florida, Florida State, Michigan, Ohio State, we are lined up for an, a, a very entertaining weekend in college football, and it starts Thursday night, in my opinion, with Mississippi and Mississippi State. I'm going to oh. say the Egg Bowl is a huge one. It's a great weekend. You know, I saw Oklahoma State play earlier in the year, and I thought, boy, Van Gundy, it's the worst team he's ever had. But they did play a little defense. And their and their defense uh, has kept them in games uh, throughout the year, and they've gotten better offensively. And you know they're they're you know they're they're not on the front porch, but they're playing around in the yard. Uh, yeah, they they could get into that playoff. You know, it's interesting as you look at the top six or seven, eight teams. What scenarios develop? Uh, well, the best thing could happen for Cincinnati would be for Georgia to beat Alabama next week, uh, which opens it up for a number of teams. Then you've got, you know, Notre Dame. Michigan's going to take care of themselves either uh, this weekend. Uh, Oklahoma State's in there at seven, I believe, seven or eight. So you know, there's so many scenarios play out depending on. What happens in the next two weeks? I don't know that anybody is going to be blessed or excited or should be excited about being the four seed and having to play Georgia if they were to win out. No. I'd just go to a bowl game on January 1st and enjoy life a little bit. Uh, Ohio State's playing awful well, too. Yes, they are. So, you know, I think those are two the two best teams in the country right now. And then everybody else is kind of in a pool. All right, let me ask you this. Okay. Let's just say... Let's say it just stays like it is right now, going into that last week, with the exception of the fact that, let's say Michigan gets beat this week. They're out. So Notre Dame will move to fifth. Comes down to that last week, are they really... Will they take Cincinnati over Notre Dame, even though they beat them? 
I say there ain't no way in hell they're going to let Cincinnati go over Notre Dame. You know, I'd be very surprised uh, at how that – you know, I'm not sure how that's going to play out. I think you've got a great point. Plus the fact that Notre Dame plays this week and they're idle next week on championship weekend. So, you know, they've got to put on a good show against Stanford this week. (laughs) It may put them in a a spot where if they're able to, to run the score up, which is – not very sportsmanlike, but based on what's going on, they may have to. Uh, but, you know, the worst thing for Cincinnati and Notre Dame is uh, Alabama to beat Auburn this weekend and then turn around and uh, beat Georgia in the SEC final. Yeah, because Georgia's going to stay in the top four, so uh, regardless. But uh, oh, a lot to shake out, you know, still a lot of possibilities and you mentioned the egg bowl tomorrow uh that could be a, a sugar bowl game possibly for Ole Miss which would be huge big as long as uh one of the dogs doesn't get around a fire hydrant it might be really good I tell you what the uh I mentioned this yesterday you know the the silly season college football has certainly already begun um you've got the the saga at florida i i just don't know if i've ever seen anything like that you know i had larry woody on and he goes you know you you look back at it you know florida should have beat alabama and did not and then they go from that team they put on the field against alabama and of course alabama's still you know they've been a work you know rightfully so uh, they've been a work in progress themselves, you know, based on what they lost. They haven't filled the holes in quite as quickly. They've filled the holes. But, you know, and then you look where Florida has gone, four straight losses. But I'm talking about losing to South Carolina, Missouri. Uh, it's just it's mind-blowing. And then, of course, Dan Mullen's out. Correct. And – as you've described, they went from one of the top teams in on the country to a complete train wreck. You could say the same thing about Texas. I haven't fired Sarkeesian, but they had Oklahoma beat. Uh, and from that point on, they haven't, you know, they've been terrible. Uh, you know, you look at the jobs that are open. Washington State, we had a COVID shot, you know, disagreement. That job's open. Washington, guy shot his mouth off and uh, placed his hands on a player. He's open. He's out. Uh, Virginia Tech was on a hot seat. and Duke may be the next one to fall at the end of this season after this weekend. You know, for, I, we, we talked about this last week, you know, Fuente did such an awesome job at Memphis, but it's just sometimes that grass just isn't greener on the other side, particularly when you got to follow a legend. Well, I, I agree. You know, Texas Tech uh, gave that guy three years, and they've already hired the assistant from Baylor. People are moving. Uh, you know, James Franklin just got his contract. Yeah, Penn State pretty much took care of all that, didn't they? Yeah, and they did the same thing at Michigan State. And you've got some premier jobs open, Monty. Hey, what? USC, USC's traditionally. I mean, that's a great job. Just imagine what they can do with the NIL. Yeah, well, we, and, well, we forget. You forget about LSU. Their last three yeah. coaches, their last three coaches have won national championships there. Not a lot of patience down in the bayou, Mr. Hale. No. None. <laughs> not, not, oh, not a lot. None. And then there'll be other jobs open as uh, coaches move. You know, is Sonny Dykes going to go to TCU? Is Luke Fickle going to leave Cincinnati? You know, there's a lot of stuff that uh, over the next month uh, or three weeks, Starting on Sunday this week, 
that uh, will make some things even more interesting. The guy at Notre Dame retire or go to the NFL. And he kind of acts like he's going to. And that, that's he's interested the, in doing that. That would have Finkel written all over it. Yes, that would. But, but James Franklin, a 10-year deal, I mean, they pretty well squashed all them rumors, him going in the, going. Would Lane, will Lane Kiffin stay at Ole Miss? There may be some, you know, he's been a, he's done a great job uh, at Florida Atlantic, done a great job at uh, Ole Miss, turned them around, real, you know, rather quickly, made them uh, re- relevant. So he's attractive to the right, you know, to to whoever thinks that they can they can put up with him. But you know, Monty, he's kind of settled down some, and not as controversial as he has been in the past. So he might have, you know, upped his stock. And then there's always the Jimmy Sexton factor. What is he doing while all this other stuff is going on? Like I said, it's a silly season. All righty, you're listening to All Sports Talk. This portion brought to you by First Bank, where the bank remains true to its ideals since founded in 1906. That's First Bank. Joined today by the coach, Preston O'Neill. We'll take a break and be right back. Hey, it's Men's Health Month, so be sure to get all your levels tested with a comprehensive annual health assessment at Low T Center, where they exclusively specialize in men's health and wellness. Low T Center now offers monitored self-inject at-home testosterone treatments for only $155 a month self-pay, or it's covered by most health insurance, and they ship directly to your home. Go to LowTCenter.com right now to book your appointment. That's LowTCenter.com. Low T Center, reinventing men's health care. Dr. Craig McCabe. Brighten up your face and make yourself look 10 years younger. Call McCabe Vision Center. McCabe Vision Center on Heritage Park Drive, just off Memorial, behind SunTrust Bank. Get rid of brown splotches, red marks on our face, as well as fine lines and wrinkles. Look 10 years younger. Call McCabe Vision Center. On Heritage Park Drive, behind SunTrust Bank. Hello again, this is Lenny Farmer with Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home and Cremation Services. Whenever I finish with a family helping them pick out their funeral needs, locking in the price for the rest of their life, they inevitably breathe a sigh of relief saying, that wasn't as difficult as I thought. You know why? Because they're shopping with their heads and not with their hearts. You can save thousands of dollars when you prearrange ahead of time. Give me a call and see how that works for you at 615-893-2422. Jennings and Ayers. Every team knows which play can be a winning move. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Womack, here to help life go right by combining your home and auto insurance. Call me today at 615-890-0850. It's a winning move that saves you time and money. Your ride, your stuff. You live with them together. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Womack. It's smart to protect them together to help life go right. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me help you save by combining your auto and renters. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna and streaming at WGNSRadio.com Welcome back to All Sports Talk. All right, he joined today by Preston O'Neill, talking some college football. Let's talk some Blue Raiders. Um, just didn't get it done last week, Preston. Um, really kind of a defensive game there. It was 10-10. ODU was able to punch it in a couple times. Middle scored, got the ball late, ran out of time, and lose 24-17. So a disappointing loss could have got you to – uh, six W's, and uh, now, you know, it's just uh, who knows what's going to happen. they got to go to FAU, um, a, a team, though, that's struggling in its um, path right now to get, you know, you know, they went from being right in the hunt for a championship now just trying to get into a bowl game. Well, Monty, if you look at the stats from last week's game, you would be – 
he'd say, well, Mitt won that game. Yeah. They outrushed him. They, out, you know, they didn't throw as many passes, but they had the ball longer. They ran considerably more plays. Turnovers were about nil. Uh, so you would have thought from looking at the numbers, they won that game. Now they got to go on the road. They got to play a former Atlantic team that you know you I've just stated is uh, uh, started fast and have a little issues here. But statistically, they don't look any different than Middle, with the exception they're plus two in the turnover ratio as. Middle is plus nine and would be significantly more if they hadn't had those six interceptions in one game. So they got a chance against this team. Uh, if they can get motivated to go on the road and go down there and take it from them. Yeah. Make them six and six, get them bowl eligible, and then you'd have to see where the, you know, where it all fell out. You know, get into a bowl. You know, and a lot of times, a lot of times, it's, I mean, it's who you play, but it's when you play them. You know, I don't know if FAU's got hit with some injuries or things like that. You know, obviously, if Middle played FAU earlier, I wouldn't give them a, a puncher's chance. If they played Old Dominion early, I say Middle wins pretty easily. Old Dominion, they had gone over a thousand days without a W, and now they've won four in a row. Yes, they have. Uh, you know, they they have <clears throat> come on a little bit. Uh, they got Middle Tennessee. They got hammered by Western Kentucky last week, fifty-two to seventeen. Old Dominion beat them. Uh, Marshall beat them. You know, they, they haven't won in uh, three weeks, and uh, but they have an opportunity on Senior Day, money. To finish. Now they could get excited and try to finish well, or they could just roll over and say, you know, we kind of had it. Uh, I think one thing interesting about uh, Florida Atlantic is, <coughs> excuse me, the names on uh, this coaching staff. I mean, Willie Taggart has Mike Stokes as a defensive coordinator, Ed Warner, who has been around forever and, and, the majority of his time at, at some of the best teams in the North. And Heinz Ward is uh, the wide receivers coach. So they've got a pretty mature. And Lance Thompson, who has coached forever uh, and everywhere, <coughs> everywhere. So he's got a pretty experienced staff. Uh, yeah, I think this game, like you said, uh, it's it's, it's going to be as much between the ears as it is on the field. So, you know, we'll see what happens. I uh, do know uh, Western Kentucky is 6-1, and one, and um, they are playing at Marshall, who's 5-2. and two. So, that's a championship game right there. So, uh, they'll, they'll be rocking and rolling in Huntington. And then after that, you've got Old Dominion 4-3, and three. And then Charlotte, FAU, and Middle are three and four, and all four of those teams are five and six. So, well, there's uh, some uh, there's some parity in the in the middle of the conference, uh, you know. And then the whoever wins the you know who wins the East gets to go play San Antonio on the road. On the road, you know they. And I tell you, the mark San Antonio. I mean, you know, I've seen them play a couple times. I mean, you know, let, let's face it. You know, they had two really good road wins at Illinois and Memphis, uh, but they've had a couple close games in Conference USA. But they have found a way to win them. You they know, they have, and, and they've got to go to Denton this weekend and play North Texas, who's playing pretty good. Yeah. Who's not playing all that bad? And like the majority of the games this weekend, there's nobody likes one another. I mean, Middle and Florida Atlantic really don't like one another, and I can only imagine that San Antonio and North Texas uh, have a pretty strong animosity toward one another too. And you know, Western and 
Marshall aren't exchanging Christmas cards either. Well, nobody this weekend is, for the majority of it, is going to invite the other one to Thanksgiving on Thursday and then get in a backyard brawl on Saturday. So, well, a lot, a lot on the line um, for a lot of teams this week, you know. Um, you know, middle wins, they could go to a bowl game. Not saying they're going to, but, you know, uh, on their side, there's only two teams that are bowl eligible. Um, and then there's three teams bowl eligible in the West, and the league's got as many as seven bowl teams before. You know, it just kind of depends on – you know, what conferences use all their tie-ins and whatnots, and so. And who has enough eligible uh, people to play? Yeah. And you know, Monty, we left out the fact that Alabama and Auburn are playing this weekend. We yes, kind of throw the records out. You know, what if Auburn beats Alabama? Yeah. I mean, it could happen. I, I can't figure Auburn out. I, you know, very dis. I'm disappointed in them. You know, they're gonna finish probably six and six. Um, you know, that's what I was talking about yesterday with Florida. You know, while they're slumping, you know, teams in their own division. You know, um, South Carolina, uh, UT. You know, they're getting better. Florida gets worse. Uh, Kentucky beat them. Kentucky's been solid. In the West, you know, Arkansas's gotten better. Um, Ole Miss has gotten better. I think you would call Mississippi State somewhat of a surprise. Looks like Leach has found his quarterback. That guy just chunks it all over the lot. But they've developed a running game this year, too. I didn't know Mike Leach had a running play in his office. You know, our buddy Floyd Walker... Um, when he was coaching at middle, middle staff went out there to Texas Tech, right? You know how staffs, right. staffs get together and kind of swap ideas. And, you know, middle was starting to throw it around a lot then. And um, he says the most laid-back place he'd ever seen. He said their op- offensive line coach walks in, has got some shorts and sandals and a T-shirt on. They click on film and. Floyd asked, asked the guy, he goes, y'all ever run the ball? And he goes, I will throw a toss sweep in there every now and then, but no, not really. <laughs> so, right. you know, but th- that's what it was. You know, they were going, they went to, a, they were going to start utilizing the five wide more and things like that. So what a better place to go, you know, swap ideas with than a school that does it literally almost, you know, every play. But it was kind of funny how, you know, philosophies are and how laid back it was. And he, he said it was a really en- enjoyable trip. But, you know, Floyd being the running back coach, he wants to know why they, they're not running the ball. <laughs> well, that would be, uh, you know, that would get kind of t- oh, boring. Is You run the flat route, run the little hookup underneath the linebacker and pass block. Let me carry the ball every now and then. Uh, Leach has actually done that this year. So, uh, like we said, that Egg Bowl, a lot of good football on tomorrow. Three NFL games, the Egg Bowl. Molly, I can't remember, and I'm I'm sure that's more me than anything, but I can't remember a more interesting – it's been a while since we had as, as interesting championship weekends. Uh, you know, COVID – created some issues last year and, um, but this is uh, as interesting a, a championship uh, rivalry week, weekend that I can remember in, in quite some time uh, and not only is it great matchups but there's a lot of playoff uh, a lot of playoff questions that could be answered uh and how this is all going to be determined. All righty, you're listening to All Sports Talk. Uh, We'll take a break and be right back.
it's Commander Chuck, and it's my goal to get you to and from work each weekday around the congestion and all the accidents. Listen for my traffic reports every weekday morning and afternoon here on News Radio WGNS and see real-time traffic information at ontimetraffic.net. Good afternoon. Traffic still running slow over in Williamson County on 840 westbound near the 42-mile marker. Again, just give yourself extra time. You go past Elmaville. Uh, it'll start to slow down over there on 840 from that crazy-looking wreck. Lots of radar out here. Give yourself extra time. Gatlinburg Wine Cellar, home of the world-famous cotton candy wine. Log on to GatlinburgWineCellar.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. If you're in Smyrna, you can now listen to WGNS on FM 100.5. If you're in Murfreesboro, tune to FM 101.5. And of course, AM 1450. If you listen to 100.5 in Murfreesboro, you'll want to switch to 101.9 before January 1st. Whether you need general vehicle upkeep and maintenance or a complete vehicle overhaul, Hall's Auto Care is here for you. We're locally owned and operated by Greg Hall and have been in business since 2014. You'll get excellent service and trustworthy advice with Hall's Auto Care. A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau. We're ready to help get you safely on the road. Halls Auto Care, 907 Ridgely Road, just off Broad Street behind Chili's. Online at hallsautocare.net. Halls Auto Care. In Rutherford County, you know how much it means to have neighbors you can count on. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris, here to help life go right when you combine home and auto insurance. Call me today at 615-893-1417. Every team knows which play can be the winning move. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris, here to help life go right by combining your home and auto insurance. Call me today at 615-893-1417. It's a winning move that saves you time and money. It's time. Show your true blue. Blue Raiders. It's time for the Blue Raider Insider Report with Chip Walters. Sponsored by Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance, Steve Rucker and RAI Advisors, and Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance. Go Blue Raiders. When you think insurance, think Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance 200 South Lowry in Smyrna. Rayburn is an independent agency, so Wayne will shop multiple national companies to make your best insurance deal. It's personal with Wayne, whether working in community, schools, or insurance. Trust Wayne Blair, your full-service insurance agent. 390-8476. Wayne Blair, Rayburn Insurance, 390-8476. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS. On FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back to All Sports Talk. It's time for the Blue Raider Insider Report with Chip Walters, play-by-play voice of the blue. Chip, what's up? Well, good afternoon, everybody. Coming to you from Cancun, Mexico, where Middle Tennessee was a 52 or 84. 2 to 58 winner over the uh, Mercer Bears today in the Mayan Division Championship of the Cancun Challenge. The Blue Raiders put six players in double figures in the contest. Middle had a lead at halftime, saw Mercer fight back, but the Blue Raiders pushed it out in the end, and their 24-point margin of victory was the largest lead of the day, and of course that came in just the final moments of the contest. Eli Lawrence was named most valuable player of the Mayan Division portion of the tournament. He was, again, one of six Blue Raiders on the day that posted uh, double-figure scoring. DeAndre Dishman had a great day. He uh, really had to work hard down below with Felipe Hase, the post player for for Mercer, and he ended up with a double-double today. 11 points, 10 rebounds on the afternoon for DeAndre Dishman. So Middle Tennessee on this trip through the Cancun Challenge. Friday night's game, they ended up with a loss at Stephen F. Austin, but came back yesterday, got a win uh, over Ryder College, and then that moved them into the championship game today against Mercer, and they are now all set to go 
with a championship trophy to bring home to Murphy Center. Middle Tennessee moves to 5-1 and one on the season, and what's ahead now for this group? They'll be at home to play Bryan College on Saturday. That'll be a 2 o'clock tip-off at Murphy Center, and then the Blue Raiders will be at home on Wednesday night to take on UT Martin before heading to Murray, Kentucky to take on the Racers of Murray State a week from Saturday. So, all good news from Cancun for the Blue Raiders as they cap the Mayan division of the uh, Cancun Challenge at the Hard Rock Hotel Riviera Maya. Women's basketball. Lady Raiders are on the road. They are in Daytona and uh, will be ready for their games on Friday and Saturday. The Lady Raiders are 4-0 after winning at Tennessee Tech on Monday night, and their smothering defense has allowed them to uh, keep four straight opponents under 50 points. So that is something that's never happened for a Blue Raider team uh, to start out a young season. Now. The competition steps up a notch or two as the Lady Raiders will take on Marquette on Friday and they will take on Illinois on Saturday. Both games are at 11 a.m. Central Time and you can hear them here on the Blue Raider Network. Dick Palmer already in Florida with the Lady Raiders. He'll have the action beginning at 10.30 each day with the countdown to tip off. And Blue Raider football this weekend travels to FAU. The uh, Blue Raiders are 5-6 and six on the year. FAU 5-6. and six. Winner gets a bowl game. Losers postseason hopes are sketchy at best and so Middle Tennessee trying to bounce back from a loss to Old Dominion this past weekend. FAU was dismantled at Western Kentucky last weekend so it'll be it'll be an interesting matchup. Which team can bounce back from a loss best? Uh, FAU has been at their best at home uh, this year. They have not fared well on the road so they will uh, they may have a slight advantage, but, you know, Middle Tennessee's had good success against FAU in the past. So we'll see. That all begins on Saturday at three at 4.30 p.m. with the pregame show, and we'll have kickoff at 6 o'clock Central Time, Middle Tennessee and FAU with bowl eligibility on the line. All right, that's it from Cancun. Travel day tomorrow for the Blue Raiders as they come home with a tournament championship trophy in hand. So, guys, that's it from here. Back to you. All right, Chip, we appreciate you as always. Have a great rest of the week. We'll talk to you next week. And remind everyone, the Blue Raider Insider Report brought to you each day by Wayne Blair and Rayborn Insurance, Steve Ruckert and RAI Advisors, and Mike Tanzel and my team insurance. We'll take a break, and we'll be right back. At Creekside Assisted Living of Murfreesboro, we provide excellence in service while maintaining the dignity of our residents in a home-like atmosphere. Come see our new community, which includes bistros, salons, a library, and spacious activity areas. A kind, friendly, and well-trained staff can help residents with the daily activities of life. Locally owned by Blue Raider alumni Tim Keach and Kent Ayer, find out more about Creekside Assisted Living, 895-3002, or online at www.creeksideassistedliving.com. Hi, I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty Bob Lamb and Associates. You might know me as the voice of the Blue Raiders, but I want you to know me as your realtor. Whether you're buying or selling, it's time to choose Chip. Do you have a growing family? Are you thinking about downsizing? Are you relocating to Middle Tennessee? Well, it's time to choose Chip. Go to my website, choosechip.net. There you'll find a dynamic home search engine plus a ton of other features that'll help you during your search. If you're looking for a realtor that's professional and has your best interest at heart, it's time to choose Chip. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back to All Sports Talk. Joined today by the coach, Preston O'Neill. Well, Preston, you know, you talked about middle throwing six interceptions about three weeks ago, a couple weeks ago up in Bowling Green. Uh, the Titans took a page out of the Blue Raider playbook from that day on uh, Sunday. And, uh, you know, it was a weird situation. You know, it's easy to say, you know, Tannehill was brutal and all that. I don't know that the Titans uh, typically go in. They're not planning on throwing 50-something times a game, but they got pretty far behind. And and then you really don't uh, – I'll be honest with you, there was a couple of them receivers I didn't recognize – so you don't know if there was communication issues 
um, if wrong patterns were run or if just Tannehill was brutal. So who knows? Well, Bobby, when you're playing without Derrick Henry and you go from the king to uh, three or four different running backs, and I noticed yesterday they released Adrian Peterson, so that deal didn't work out. Mm-hmm. And they're trying to find their way at running back, and that changes how they call plays and how they approach games. Uh, you know, their philosophy was, we're going to give it to Derek. Tannehill's going to throw some passes, and we're going to make you play both sides. But at the, by the fourth quarter, we're going to beat on you so bad running the football that you, your defensive linemen in front seven or eight folks are just going to be worn out, and he's going to get stronger. So I think they're having to, you know, they're developing offensively how they're going to play without him. And uh, this past weekend was not a very good example of what that looks like. No, and then you look out there, and, of course, Julio's out. Uh, Yeah. Then A.J. Brown's out. Then Marcus Johnson had over uh, 100 yards receiving the game before. He's out. And, you know, you're out there with, you know, your your fourth-round pick who you had to essentially cut. He's back out there as your number two receiver. Uh, and you're like, whoa, all these parts are looking a little different. They're going to easily break the uh, record of most players used by a team this year. I think the record's 84. They'll go over that this week. Um, you know, I think um, – Hilliard, uh, Dontrell Hilliard, and Deontay Foreman. Uh, those are two young, fresh backs. Um, I think they're fine with those. I mean, they're obviously no Hendry, but they. I think they'll they're going to go ahead and settle with those guys. But I tell you what, you know, and you, you watch the NFL enough, you know, on any given Sunday, and that's the truth. That's the second time they've lost to at the time the worst team in the league. Um, so it just shows you the razor-thin margin of error from that standpoint. And they really needed that win because um, even if they were healthy, going to New England this week was not going to be a day at the beach because they're playing as well as anybody. Yes, they are. They're playing really well. I don't keep up with it much, uh, but I have seen them come on strong. and uh, The Titans have got to figure out how to you know, create a run game with the committee of running backs they're using, and Tannehill's got to throw the ball better. Well, they win ugly anyway. So they got beat ugly this past weekend, and they need to write, you know, they've got to write that ship uh, to figure out how to play without Derrick Henry. I'll tell you who has developed a running game, and that is Oakland High School. And um, part of that equation is Jordan James. Over a thousand yards easily this year. Um, was named a Mr. Football finalist, along with the two twins over at Summit. Um, and from the kicker standpoint, Upton Bellafont uh, from Stewart's Creek is a finalist for Kicker of the Year. And uh, you know, and I brought this up yesterday. We're we're really in an age and era where we get caught up in numbers and numbers only, uh, Preston and. You know, you think about Jordan James going over 100 yards, but how many full games did he play this year? Maybe two or three? You know, he's pretty essentially done by halftime or at least the first series. And he's got another running back beside him, Antonio Patterson, who's got almost 1,000 yards. So uh, he may get a he may not get the nod just because his numbers are not going to be as gaudy, but certainly – if you're named a finalist, you're definitely one of the best players in the state. So, no question. Yeah. And uh, great honor. And the Patriots again for the eighth straight year will be um, practicing on Friday. I mean on um, Thanksgiving while preparing for Marable. This is the eighth straight year they'll meet. Marable uh, is making its twenty-second consecutive. Uh, semifinals appearance. They have not lost a home playoff game since November nineteenth, nineteen ninety nine. Probably the most one of the more incredible streaks out there. 
But um, it's going to be a great game. Ought to be a great game. Uh, odds are that Maryville will win, just based on what you talked about as the home team uh, over the last eight years uh, between Middle, I mean uh, Oakland and Maryville has been the winner. Uh, hopefully, Oakland can go in there and change that stat. Tell you, they ran into a hot team last week. Farragut had gotten had been playing really well down the stretch at the end of the regular season and through the playoffs and you had a 28 21 game there so um you know while oakland is pretty well just cruised cruise controlled it through the playoffs but you know when you go up there you know that's just it's you know you know the the odds makers usually give the the home team you know anywhere from three to six points Advantage. I think it's more than that for Maryville, and it's more than that for Oakland. When you got to come to Oakland, they've won uh, over fifty in a row at home. So <laughs> um, that's. Um, I mean, I'm not saying you've got the two best teams playing for it, but it seems like that many years. But I'll tell you what, Summit is legit. Uh, they haven't been touched this year, so um, I think they. You definitely got. Uh, a good group of semifinalists and you know you look at Hendersonville I want to bring them up and just give them kudos because they're one of the few teams that will go out and play Oakland well look where Hendersonville's at they got boat raced by Oakland the first game of the year but they're obviously not the same team they were the first of the year or they wouldn't be playing for the right to go to the Blue Cross Bowl themselves well you know it's November it's Thanksgiving. Only the good survive this long. And if I'm correct in understanding this and what I saw, here's the playing Summit, right? Yes. So there's four good teams. Three of them have been very dominating. And Hendersonville's uh, come on and had a really good year. So it'll be an interesting weekend. As you you and I will both be extremely interested in what goes on in Maryville, and uh, hopefully the tide will change and Oakland can go on the road and win. And you know they're extremely aware of the statistic and the difficulty of going up. So there'll be a lot of uh, mental preparation for handling handling uh, a difficult situation. And knowing that when things go bad, we have to respond. And it'll be, uh, it'll be as it always is, it'll be a knockdown drag out uh, to see who goes to the finals next week. Great place to go see a football game, too, I'm telling you. They really rally around that team. And the, and the crowd is a factor. It's a big factor in the game. So, should be... Should, should we'll be standing room only. Should be a great one. Um, uh, in the last eight years, uh, Maryville holds a four to three advantage. Uh, though um, all uh, three of those wins have been at home, they did beat Oakland once at um, uh, at Oakland, and then of course uh, Oakland has won uh, the last three meetings uh, at their uh, at Ray Hughes Field. So. Should be a dandy, and uh, hopefully Oakland will go take care of their business. All right, you're listening to All Sports Talk. We'll take our final break, and we'll be right back. If you're not waking up to the wake-up crew, here's what you've been missing. You think we're way out there? Yes. (laughs) Don't miss The Wake Up Crew with John, Brian, and Dalton. Weekday mornings from 6 until Swap and Shop. 
Good afternoon. Traffic still running slow over in Williamson County on 840 westbound near the 42-mile marker. Again, just give yourself extra time. You go past Elmaville. Uh, it'll start to slow down over there on 840 from that crazy-looking wreck. Lots of radar out here. Give yourself extra time. Gatlinburg Wine Cellar, home of the world-famous cotton candy wine. Log on to GatlinburgWineCellar.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. We do it your way at Pizza. Join the team at Murfreesboro's favorite pizza restaurant. Sir Pizza is now hiring at all three locations. Come by and be part of the team at Sir Pizza. Parks Auction. We handle everything. You have a staff that comes to your home. They tell you what to do. They walk you through it. It's been my experience that what I thought I should get for my home, I got much more for it. Visit our website at parksauction.com. Parks Auction, 896-4600. Stan Vaught and the Parks Auction team are proud supporters of local high school and MTSU sports. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back to All Sports Talk. Joined today by the coach Preston O'Neill. This portion of the show brought to you by First Bank. Locations in the borough, Woodbury, Nashville, 46 others across the state. That's First Bank. Ready to get into some picks? We haven't settled anything. We got one down, and we were broke even last week, right? Yep. Um, Let it go. Hey, I got – I had a couple stinker picks, I know. Yes, you did. But I did pick Utah. I thought they would win. Or I definitely had Oregon on upset alert. I did not know that they would beat them as badly as they beat Oregon. Beat them like a drunk. All right. Let's make some picks. We'll start off in um, Conference USA. UTEP at UAB. Friday night game on TV. Uh, I'm taking UTEP. I'm taking the Blazers. Get them. La Tech at Rice. Gosh. Yeah. Who you pick, Mike? I'm going to pick Rice. La Tech couldn't even win at home against Southern Miss. Well, then give me Rice, too. I'm not going to uh, I'm not gonna make them two bad picks in a row. All right. San Antonio at North Texas. I'm taking San Antonio, but this is an upset game. I agree. Charlotte at Old Dominion. I'm going to take Old Dominion. Four in a row. Charlotte at Old Dominion? Yes. Uh, Old Dominion. All right. FIU at Southern Miss. I'm taking Southern Miss. (laughs) I don't even know why we picked this. This is the Butch Davis travesty. The toilet bowl. Yeah. Who are you picking? I'm picking Southern Miss. All right. Western Kentucky at Marshall. I'm taking Marshall. I'm taking Western Kentucky. God bless you. I mean, that pains me. I know it does. Pains me bad. All right. Let's see here. Let's just start off with the Egg Bowl. Ole Miss... At Mississippi State. I'm taking Ole Miss. I am too. All right. Um, Iowa at Nebraska. Nebraska, the best 3 and 8 team in the country. Iowa's 9 and 2. Money? Iowa. I'm taking Iowa. Washington State at Washington. Low Apple. I'm going to go with State. State. Florida State at Florida. Fly. I'm taking the Seminole. I am too. Ohio State at Michigan. I'm taking Ohio State. Ohio State. Uh, Alabama at Auburn. I'm taking Alabama. Roll Tide. P. 
Penn State at Michigan State. Pick them game. I'm going to say the Spartans are going to roll back after that uh, travesty against Ohio State to redeem themselves. I'm taking Michigan State. I agree, home team. Uh, Vanderbilt at Tennessee. I don't know if Tennessee covers. It's 31 and a half, but uh, Tennessee. Tennessee. Well, there you have it. You got one more. We do. We got two more. Um, MTSU at FAU. I'm going to take the Blue Raiders. You know, for some crazy reason, I agree with you. I think Middle's going to go down there and have a good performance. So I think so, too. All right. And I'll take Marable. <laughs> You're taking Marable? Home team, man. Yeah, I mean, you got a good, I mean, I mean, you got valid reasons to take Marable. There's no question. But, you know, I, you know history. Every time I pick against them, they win. So. Hit, history, history does repeat itself. But streaks, but streaks are made to be broken, and you refuse to learn your lesson on Oakland. So I'm taking Oakland. <laughs> I'm, I'm just taking the odds. Well, all right, that's it. Those are the picks, Preston. And that's Honey, some... happy Thanksgiving to you and everybody out there tomorrow, yeah. and hope that uh, the family celebrations that take place uh, take place this weekend are meaningful and enjoyable. I concur, my man. You have a great time with your family up in uh, Oklahoma there and we'll do the same down here in the borough and I'll talk to you next week you got it that's the coach Preston O'Neill join us today on All Sports Talk everybody have a very happy Thanksgiving enjoy time with the fam enjoy your favorite games and we'll talk to you next time All Sports Talk on News Radio. WGNS has been brought to you by State Farm agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Ensel. Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. First Bank, Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance. Parks Auction Company, Greg Hall with Hall's Auto Care. Steve Ruckert with RAI Advisors. Jennings and Ears Funeral Home. Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living. And Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance.